Thanks for listening to the Youthology Podcast with Jeff Grinnell. Be sure to check out all of our available resources on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or online at youthology.com. Now, let's jump into the podcast. Welcome to the Youthology Resources Podcast. Every week we bring to you a topic that will help you in your leadership with youth, whether in the church or in the parachurch or NGO setting. Hey, this week, what we're doing is we're completing the review of the new resource, Youthology, the Study of Youth. You you do not want to miss reading this book, okay? There are four sections in the book. The last three weeks, we've covered those three sections. We dealt with the history, the theology, and the trends of youth ministry. You can go back and see uh, all of those resources. Either watch it at uh, YouTube, or you could listen to the iTunes podcast, or you could read along at uh, the manuscript at uh, youthology.com. Okay? So this week, we're dealing with the last uh, uh, section of the book, and it's, it's the future of youth ministry. So uh, I'm really excited about this, and I think it's going to be a huge blessing to you. You know, it's no secret that uh, the church has been late to the party called millennials, right? And basically missed the party called Gen Z. And we've got a a whole nother generation coming up, right? Gen Z's younger brothers and sisters born like, you know, uh, 2000, 2004, somewhere around there. Gen Z was born like 98, 99, and they're the teenagers today. The next sociological model, they're coming right on the heels of Gen Z. And what is that gonna look like, right? So I kind of take a look into that with the book and uh, let me read to you uh, the beginning, just the the first part of the book. Take you right into it, okay? And uh, this is chapter seven in the last section of the book on the future of youth ministry. The impact of 2.5 million Christian teenagers in America could be the most significant happening in our nation's history, or it could be the most insignificant happening in our nation's history. You understand that? 2.5 million uh, Christian teenagers here in America. I mean, that's an amazing stat. When you think about it, right? I I mean, I know we have 25 to 27 million middle school and high school students in America, And 2.5 million doesn't sound like a lot, does it? But 2.5 million is a lot of teenagers. And so what do we do uh, to shape the future society that they're gonna live in? How are we going to address the culture of youth ministry in the next, can I say 10 years or 15 years? Okay, should the Lord tarry? So let me give you, uh, from the book, we, we cover about six different directions that, uh, that I see youth ministry needing to make a shift or youth ministry uh, needing to make some progress, we'll say, okay? But let me just give you two of them, maybe three, I'll, I'll sneak them in there because I want you to get the book, okay? That's, uh, but this is maybe just will help you get there, okay? The, the first one is uh, maybe one of the most significant ones, and that is a theology ethic. I know we just dealt with that whole section, but hear me. Because of the stats uh, that you've heard, Barna Barna has shared the stats with us in the new Gen Z study. They're in the book also. Some really um, downward trends when it comes to theology. 4% of Gen Z has a biblical worldview 
in America. 4% of Gen Z with a biblical worldview in America. And that has gone down significantly from their grandparents to their parents and their older brothers and sisters, the millennials. Significant downturns in that. Um, another, uh, another research data point that came out. Only one third, 33% of Christian kids in our churches that go to our youth groups who average about 1.5 to 1.7, somewhere in there, times a month, every other week or so, right? They, only a third of our kids in our youth groups can name half of the Ten Commandments. So something's wrong with our biblical literacy. And so I really believe that the most significant, the most significant turn that needs to happen in youth ministry is a theology ethic coming from the youth leader, coming from our preaching, our teaching, our small groups, our mentoring, our worship, all of those different areas are a way to increase the theology of this set. The, the Gen Z set, um, where, where's, what's it gonna look like for their younger brothers and sisters? If they're at 4%, is the next generation gonna be completely lost to their theological discipline or their theological worldview? So we've got work to do. So the first thing that I see in the future of youth ministry, and we, we get really practical in the book, we talk about ways to increase that, but um, is a theology ethic. Second, and maybe one of the most exciting to me, is the diversity ethic. Wow, this is the first time that any generational set in America has been predominantly or a majority um, non-white. Man, that's exciting to me. I hope it is to you. We covered some of the things in here. There's some great stuff on Martin Luther King. There's some great stuff, uh, some, some quotes from some of the great civil activists, uh, civil rights activists, okay, in here on that, uh, on that chapter. And you're going to want to know that if your youth ministry is not addressing diversity, then you're missing the norms of Gen Z. And if it's at 51, 52% right now, first time, in American history that a generational set is uh, a majority non-white, if you're missing that in your youth ministry, whether it's at your leadership level, whether it's your language level, whether it's your outreach level or your um, neutral site settings to, to reach non-whites, right? Uh, then then we're, behind, we're gonna get behind the ball even more, okay? So read in here, there's some great ways for you to get practical with that. And the reason why that's so important is because we want our youth ministries to not only look like our culture and the society that we are in, we want our youth ministries to look like heaven. And how many know the global church is going to make heaven look a lot more diverse than it does in America. Amen. And listen, I'm not just talking to the white church or the white youth group or the brown youth group. I'm, I'm talking to the black youth group too, because sometimes we see this diversity thing as just a white black thing. Let me tell you something, and you know this to be true. It's not just the white church that has a problem with diversity. It is the black church that has a problem with diversity also. And the brown church that has a problem with diversity also. So we all have to get better at that, amen? And just check out my social media and you can see it. Man, I have a, I have a commitment to this diversity ethic that at least every three posts or every four posts has a diversity um, like tint to it, okay? So anyway, that's the second area. So the first area is a theology ethic for our future. 
The second is a diversity ethic for our future. Let me just give you one more because I don't want to give them away. I want you to get the book. And that deals with the family. Wow. I call this the number one problem in America. Listen, the number one problem in America is not government, it's not business, it's not the school or education, it's not social media, it's not racism. The number one problem in America is the disintegration of the family. And if we can address that in youth ministry and create, listen, if we can create a family setting or a family atmosphere in youth ministry, look out because then you'll be addressing one of the key issues uh, in, this, in this society, in this uh, Gen Z set. And, and so creating a, a healthy family setting is just a powerful way for us to reset that weakness in the future. You see that? Listen, I give you three more. I'm not gonna give them to you now. Uh, maybe they're uh, pretty obvious for some of you, but what will the church look like? What will youth ministry look like in the next 10 to 15 years? Get it and read on it, okay? Listen, thank you for joining us. We try to keep these at 10 minutes. And so well, all you need to do, right there at the bottom of the screen, you'll see it. You can follow us along at YouTube. You can go to YouTube and you can um, get this, uh, this, all of these breakdowns the last few weeks. We have over 70 video, leadership vi video shorts for you, okay? Just subscribe to us at, at YouTube. Or you could go to the iTunes podcast. We have all of our I, I, all of the podcasts on iTunes. You can uh, you can search those. You know how to do that. Um, I listen to a podcast every week. So seventy one percent of the millennial and the Gen Z set listen to a podcast once a week. Seventy one percent, Barna research, right? So you can join us there, or you can read the manuscript. I'll have that up and running uh, by Tuesday. You can read the manuscript and you copy that off for your resources, for your leadership team. I know uh, several youth groups around the country take these videos and bring them into their leadership training. So that's a great way to, um, to increase your leadership development at the local church level, okay? So again, thank you for joining us. And you have a great week, and I'll see you next week on the Ethology Podcast, okay? God bless you.